The title of the sermon is Bread for My Friends. I'm sure that you are very well aware that the buzzword nowadays in the church fraternal is revival. And that's wonderful. It's happening not only here, it's all over the world. We just pick up the word, the spirit of revival. And, and, and we experience that stirring of the spirit in our hearts. And we are happy about it. We are excited about it. In huge expectancy for it. For when, when people, when the Lord stirs our hearts, a lot of things will happen. Repentance will happen, like you've heard this sermon. People will start seeking after God like never before. People will start aligning their lives with the Word of God again. There will be excitement and expectancy in their hearts. Real changes will start to happen in people's hearts. Those who respond will truly, truly be excited, and there will just be a new fire starting. We call it the, the ground gets prepared for the seed of the Spirit. Now, there will always be onlookers, but there will always be the doers of the Word. Now, I'm asking you today, are you getting revival ready? That's a new word that, that I've learned this week. Revival ready. Amen. I trust that you want to be revival ready, and I want to share a few words about this to you. So our scripture is Luke 11 from verse 5 to 13. And he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come and I have nothing to put before him. And he from within will answer, do not disturb me. The door is now closed, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up now and supply you with anything. I tell you, although he will not get up and supply him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks and everyone who seeks and everyone asking receives, and he who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a loaf of bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, evil as you are, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will my heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him. So this happens immediately after Jesus taught them the Our Father prayer. Now take note that the Our Father prayer is focused on myself, on the individual. The Our Father prayer is all about my needs, my walk, my provision, etc. But immediately Jesus step up. He step up gears here. And now, this is all about the friends. This is now something else. Now, point one, asking, seeking, knocking. Now, 
Now, Jesus prompts us and says, now we need to get out of our little boxes of our own provision, our own needs, and lift our eyes, lift our vision, and get ready for the outside. Now, people of Choose Life, I want to ask you, listen, when we praise and worship like this, like today, what a joy it is. What a wonderful, wonderful privilege it is. And we ask the Lord for more and more and more of His presence right here. We ask, Lord, let your spirit fall. Lord, touch people's hearts. We, we ask more, more, more fire. But can it happen only here? It can never stop here. It needs to go out. It needs to go out. Because this is now for my friends. This is for your friends. Jesus says another interesting Important thing, he says, a friend of you will come to you at the midnight hour. Midnight hour means it is the coming of the Lord. It's just here. Midnight hour can mean it's the start of a new season. Midnight hour it can mean the start of the revival. It's a time of crisis. It's a time where decisions need to be made. It's a time where people need to choose which way they will go. It is the midnight hour. It's the most important time in the history of this world. This is the time that we're living in today. And we have been called to live in this time. For a time like this. Amen. So my question to you is, are you only thinking about yourself when you think about revival? Or does God move something in your heart and says, this revival is for the outside? Yes, of course, it will start here and we will be greatly blessed by it for we want more and more and more of His fire, more of His Spirit. But if you can't take it out, if you can't carry it out, what use will it be? What use will it be if the fire of God falls in this place and, and it's just a holy chaos here and we walk out here and the hungry world passes by and they look at you and they think, now what happened to that guy? But you have got nothing to do. You've got nothing to give to him. You've got nothing to share. What will it help? Will the revival help? No, the revival is for the outsiders, for the friends. That is a critical time for now. So my question to you is, what should our attitude be at a time like this? What should our church's attitude be? What should you as an individual's attitude be at a critical time, the midnight hour, but Jesus provides the proper response. And he says, asks and ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Here, the use of the Greek present imperatives emphasizes persistent, tenacious, ongoing, constant, unrelenting prayer, seeking for more of the Holy Spirit. Persistent. Jesus says, even if he's, he will not give you the bread because he's your friend, but because of your shameless insistence and persistence, he will open up the door and he will give. <laughs> your Lord, I'm shameless when I ask. 
I'm shameless and I'm persistent and I insist. Lord, because your word says, if I hunger after you and if I thirst after you, I will be satisfied. Lord, I remind you of your word. I'm shameless. I'm not asking a new car. I'm not asking a new house. I'm not asking any of the worldly things. I'm asking for more of you. So, Lord, I'm shameless. I insist. I persist. I will break down the doors of heaven. Why? Why? What? Why do we need this? Again, Jesus gives the answer. He says, for your friends are coming. Your friends are coming. Not your brothers and your sisters. Your friends, your colleagues at work, the people outside, the guy you meet at the petrol pump, the, the lady you, you meet at the restaurant, your colleagues at work, they are your friends, and they have been sent to you. They need to meet up with you and they need bread. They need the living bread for they are hungry. The oppressed, the broken, the ones on the outside, they need the bread. What will the revival mean if we can't carry the bread to them? We need to be ready for they are the hungry. They are on this journey called life and God will orchestrate it that our paths will cross but he needs you to find the bread. Imagine this picture. Now, the neighborhood is quiet. Everybody is sleeping. Restful. No parties going on. Even the young ones are sleeping. Quiet. Peaceful. But then my friends pitch up. And I've got nothing to give them. And the only thing I can do is to go to my neighbor's house because I desperately need bread. And now it won't help if I knock like this. Not even the dog will wake up. You know, this is how the proper, well-educated, good-mannered English will knock. We need to start knocking like the Yanks, you know. Neighbor, I need bread. <laughs> so what is going on? Granny wakes up, the kids wake up, the dog starts barking, the rooster gets confused, he starts crowing. What is happening here? What is happening here? I don't care what happens. I need bread. I need bread. God, I need bread. I need bread. For my friends are coming. I need bread for the hopeless. I need bread for the addicts. I need bread for the helpless. I need the living bread. God, I will break down heaven's door. But I need bread, Lord. I need bread, Lord. And my shameless insistence and persistence will bring about that he will give me more and more and more of his spirit. More and more and more of his spirit. I don't care if the neighborhood is woken up. I don't care if I create a, a, a scene, a havoc. Maybe, I, maybe you will start running down here and dancing down here and people look at you and say, what? Oh, 
the heck is going on with this guy? I don't care. I'm knocking on heaven's door. I'm knocking. I'm knocking. If I fall down, I fall down. If I go up, I go up. If I roll, I roll. If I lie down, I lie down. I don't care about the record and what the people will think, but I insist on bread, Lord. I need bread for my friends, Lord. So my question to you is, are you ready to share bread to the lost? For Jesus called them friends. This revival will not be the church revival. It will be an individual revival. Because God wants you to take his revival out to the battle lines. It will start, may start here and God will bless us here. But you need to carry it out. But are you ready? I'm asking you, people of Choose Life, are we ready if the people whom we frown upon start flocking at our doors? Imagine that. You know, those guys, you know, all the things. You know what I say. They arrive here. Their, their body language is offensive. They walk like this, you know. Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> if you greet them, they look at you like this and they say, How's it, my bra? <laughs> and you look at them and you think, What on earth are you want? What do you want here? But they are looking for bread. And God is sending them to this house. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready to get over our offenses? Are we ready to get over our offenses? Because sometimes someone may sit right behind you and they sing so false. They sing so, and they're usually the ones that sing so loud. Yeah. <laughs> Just when you think you catch the note, then you're off again. <laughs> and just when you want to lift up your hands, they bump you from behind and you, and you want to give them the look. But in the meantime, although it, it might be irritating, in the meantime, they are the friends who are broken. And they come here to find the life of God. So I challenge you, are you ready? Are you ready to receive them? Are you ready to lay yourself down? Are you ready to jump out of your little box of how you should be dressed and how you should behave and how well-mannered you should be? And just accept them for who they are, valuable people before God, hopelessly lost their way, but looking for bread. This, that is revival. And it begins with us. It starts with us. Every time you knock, every time you ask God for more and more and more, He prepares your heart. He changes your heart, and He changes something in your heart, helping you to get over your offenses, <laughs> helping you to get out of your little box, getting more and more ready, putting off some stuff in your life. For God, I want your bread. This is my priority. Only you matters. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. Let's get something in line here. This is what happens when I keep on knocking, knocking, knocking. Will you be able to carry the anointing that you pray for if you can't even get over your offenses? Now, listen to this. Will you be able to carry that anointing that you are knocking for? If you're not able, 
to get over your offenses. You as an individual, us as a church, the body of Christ, the people are tired of religion. Religion doesn't work anymore. They want the life of God. They want something that, someone that accepts them. They want the love of Jesus. They want something that, someone that understands, something that really cares, something that brings them in the presence of God, someone that don't give them that look, Some, someone that just say, come on, I will share bread with you because I have found bread. So what do we do? We need to get a prayer life like never before. We need to see God like never before. We need to be filled again and again with His Spirit and with His fire. We need the revival in our hearts first. This is where the revival will start. The revival will start in each one's heart. This is where it will start. So when I knock, when I ask, I say, Lord, I need more of your fire. <laughs> Lord, I need to be fired up. I need to be fired up. I need, I need your power. I need your strength that wherever I walk, people will get healed. Wherever my shadow falls, people will get rescued. Lord, wherever I walk into and I speak your words, people will find life and help, and they will find hope. Pulling them out of hopelessness, I need more and more of you, Lord. So my question is, can God trust us? Can He trust this house? Do we have fresh bread? For Jesus said, you shall be my witnesses. You shall be my witnesses. That's the start of the revival. So point number two, David taking bread. Now here we find in 1 Samuel 17, we find the, the, the whole picture of uh, the Israelites wanting to war with the Philistines. But then the Bible says that every time they draw up uh, and, and they, they get ready to, they draw up for the battle and getting ready for the battle, then their champion, the Philistine called Goliath, will step out of the ranks and he will defy the ranks of the Israelites. And he would dare them. And he would challenge them. And he will taunt them and say, give me a man. Give me a man. And if he wins me, we will be your, your slaves. And, but if I win him, you will be my slaves. And he taunts them for a whole 40 days. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? The Bible says in verse 11, when Saul the king and all of Israel heard the Philistines speaking, they were dismayed and greatly afraid, terrified. They couldn't do anything. People of God, although this happened in history, isn't this what's happening right now in this city, in this country? We need, we want to go in battle. We need to do something. The world wants to do something, but they just can't because there's an enemy taunting the people of God. There's an enemy saying, you can't touch me. I'm the champion. I'm the champion. You can't touch me. And everybody runs away afraid and terrified. But in the meantime, out there in the wilderness was a little guy called David. And David, he was looking for bread. He spent some hours on his knees. He, he sang 
and wrote the Psalms of victory already when he was on his own. Already when he was on his own, God prepared him. God was getting him ready. God gave him bread in his heart. And at the right time, when these Israelites were standing there hopeless, they couldn't do anything, God already orchestrated it. And he told, he spoke into David's father's heart, and his father summoned him, and he said, David, get up and take bread to your friends. And there, David walked into his destiny. David was already anointed king long before. But he was still in obscurity. Nobody really knew about him. He didn't mean a lot. He only looked after his little flock of sheep. But the moment when he took up the bread, the moment when he took up his, his destiny, his purpose in God, then David changed. And destiny changed. Because here, the man of God was walking into the battlefield. And they were still running around. And they were dismayed and terribly afraid. And they couldn't do anything. And here the man of God, the son of God, the little man David, summoned by his father, arrived and said, what is going on here? How can this be? How can this Philistine uh, fight against the Israelites, the people of God? How is this possible? And you know the story. And the, the Goliath, when he saw him, he cursed him. And look, it's interesting to read how David reversed the curse on him. Uh, exactly what he cursed him, David reversed, and he said, this will happen to you today. See, when the enemy speaks words of deceit and lies, don't believe him, but turn it around and say, hear the word of God, you enemy. Hear the word of God, you Goliath. Hear the word of God, you've taunted the city long enough. You've taunted this country long enough. Enemy, enemy of everything that's good. The enemy, we won't listen to you anymore. We won't be defied by you, but we will pick up the bread. We will walk into the battle line. The Bible says David ran into the battle line. He didn't run away. He wasn't terrified. He wasn't dismayed, but he ran right into the battlefield. People of God, I encourage you. I invite you. I ask you today, are you ready to run into the battlefield? Or are you also afraid? Are you also terrified? When you look at what's happening around the world, happening in our city, in our uh, government, whatever, this is not the time to run away. This is not the time to hide. This is the time to pick up the bread of God, the living Jesus, and walk into the battle lines and start declaring the victory of God for the scorers on the board. We play in the winning team. Amen. But God is calling. He's calling the Davids. He's calling the Davids and saying, it's the time. It's time for you because you've been born and you've been living here for a time like this. You need the bread, the real bread. Jesus says himself, I am the bread of life. I am the true bread. See, he carried bread in his hands, but the real bread was in his spirit. He was the miracle prepared by God for the situation. Let me say this to you, each and every one of you, filled with the spirit, ready to take up your purpose, 
You are the David's called, ready to bring about the change, to declare the victory of God. If you will be, if you are willing to run into the battlefield and take the revival there, for that is where it's needed. Yes, here we are blessed by the revival. Here we are blessed by the presence of God. But you need to take it out. Otherwise, it's useless. It will die right here. For God's heart is for your friends. And he says, listen, it's the midnight hour. It's the midnight hour. Can't you hear him calling? It's the midnight hour. There has never been such a critical time in this country of ours. It's not the time now to shy away. Now is the time to take up, pick it up, and say, Lord, wherever you want to use me, I will carry your bread. I just want more of you. You see, the victory was already secured when David sang, when he sat there in the wilderness under that little tree with his few sheep, and he sang, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he sang, with him I will jump over a wall, I will run right through a troop. Already the victory was secured right there. It was already done right there. You and I, we've been prepared for a time like this. We've been prepared for a time like this. Don't say, oh, well, I'm not David. I'm not the pastor. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can get where I never can get. You are there at your workplace. I can never get there. You are summoned by God to your friends. You need to take them the bread to your friends. You need to take it. God calls us for the victory is there. People of God, let's not miss this opportunity. The opportunity of chaos, the opportunity arised in the midst of the chaos. And this is where we are today. We truly live in a time of chaos. This is truly a time of chaos. And people need direction. People need the truth of God. People need the power of God. People need the words of God. People need to be strengthened by the Spirit of God. People need to carry the bread. People need to get over themselves and say, Lord, here I am. I am a willing David. You prepared me. For there was a time when the lion came and you helped me. I defeated him. How many of you, we are all alive here today. How, what have you survived up till here? How many times have the Lord saved you? How many times have the Lord rescued you? You are here. God trained you. He helped you to defy the lion, to defy the bear. You are here, prepared and ready. But let something stir in your heart and say, Lord, I will pick up this calling. I will pick up the bread. I will carry Jesus, the living bread, to my friends. When, when the people meet Philip, uh, it says, they asked him, please, sir, show us Jesus. Please, sir, show us Jesus. People of God, we're living in a wonderful time, but we need to show this world Jesus, the living one, the life of God, the everlasting one, the Alpha 
and the Omega, the name above all names, the name by which we are saved, the name by which the enemy trembles, the name that breaks down strongholds, the name that secures the victory, the name that walked out of the grave, the name that's risen, our living hope, that name, that, love, that hope, that life is living inside of us if we are filled with the Spirit. Now is the time to get up and run into the battle lines and say, Lord, here I am. I will be a David. I'm summoned by my Father. I will carry the bread of life into this world, and we will bring about your victory. Amen and amen. 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 amen.